This is Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you are listening to the Zenzizi Podcast. Stick around or go and pump some iron. Either way, you better listen or I will hunt you down. Motherfuckers, y'all shot me. You should let me know you wanna party. I'll blow Max head for Dylan to bed. Then I'll close Billy's skull till it's no longer red. I'm a predator, predator. Came from space. Predator, predator. Alien the race. Predator, predator. The hunter is the hunted. Predator, predator. We have to keep moving cause this alien to stalk on the poncho is dead So get to the chopper Covered with mud, a sexy new disguise To hide my body heat from his infrared eyes Build a movie trap out of sticks and plants I came here to battle so get ready to dance now Then my predator, predator Came from space Predator, predator Alien the race Predator, predator The hunter is the hunted Predator, predator <laughs> Click to the right to see more of the silly cartoons, or click to the left to subscribe. Do it now! Welcome to the Zanzizi Podcast with Rad Dad 2023, The Beard, Swipe Right Mike, and Sad Dad. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for us to talk about The Predator. Holy shit. <laughs> Talk about a movie, boys. It's and this a is a movie. boys cast. We're we're on the interwebs YouTube Zanzizi podcast. Holy shit, what a movie. Josh, I know you got some things to say. Hey, yeah, this movie's alright. <laughs> <laughs> it's for all intents and purposes, this is your favorite movie of all time. Oh, it's damn. it's oh, certainly one of them. Um for many years, and undoubtedly my favorite movie, but it kind of wavers. I get you. I mean, this is masculine energy, the movie. <laughs> In every way, shape, and form, man. Eight boners going to the Amazon. <laughs> you've got Austrian boner, who's like, and then you've got his other boner that he shakes hands with, the black boner, and then they meet Indian boner, and then they get on a a helicopter. Ventura boner. Well, future governor boner. Isn't yeah. there a joke about a boner on the helicopter? <laughs> no, it's hey, about pussy. Wife. Yeah, it's about pussy. It's That's big right. of a, it's big That's a right. house. So there's a woman my... that has a boner, but it's the, it's the clit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I get I get my uh, sexual uh, things mixed up every once in a while. Man and girl, it's hard it's hard for me to get them straight. Oh man, <laughs> you're, you're married, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, but I can't remember what things are called. <laughs> well, the black boner is also a CIA double agent. Oh, spoiler alert! CIA, Jordan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but that's the thing that's so Dog. awesome about the movie is a John McTiernan film. Before he got into big, big trouble with the government. But this guy is an action film director, and the movie is so iconic. I mean, it's basically, it was a surprise hit. Like, Fox didn't know it had such a big hit on its hands. And I think what it does, other than having one of the most iconic scores by Alan Silvestri, which you're hearing in the background, amazing. I used to walk to school think with this thing in my head, just like, looking around like, oak trees in Plainwell, Michigan, waiting for the predator to duck out. Grabbing a giant log and pretending it's a... Did you ever see one? I never did. But the truth is... Bummer. The predator. Let's talk about the alien of this movie. The foreign boner. With a pussy face. I want to say that this is like... The the first Expendables movie, would you say? 
Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least it was something that specifically, I would say, that would have been a, a solid blueprint to go off of. Yeah, yeah. And like the 80s and 90s, we were just mass producing this these movies. I mean, even the, the subpar movies, like say that Jean-Claude Van Damme was in. Damn. We're still awesome. Like oh, Hard Target's yeah. in my top 10 favorite action movies of all time. Time Cop is awesome. And also, Josh, go ahead. I was going to say, you, 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 at this time, you have you had Commando. Which was Come out sick. two years, I think, before I loved Predator. that movie when I was a kid. And at the same time, you have one Sly Stallone doing the Rambo movies. Because like, they were... It was like they were battling each other. Yeah. And I've thought about this so many times. Imagine if... He, if Schwarzenegger and Stallone just from the get go, like, you know, let's be buddies, let's let's do this. Like Stallone in this movie would have been astronomically huge. Who would have taken the lead? I mean, he could have he could have almost played the part of Dylan. Hmm. Yeah, Dylan played incredibly well by Carl Weathers. Yes, but I was going to say, speaking of Jean Claude Van Damme, he originally was supposed to be the Predator. True. Really, mm-hmm. the actual predator. There, yeah. there is a. They filmed a scene of him running through the the forest in what was originally the predator costume. It looks like a giant praying mantis. <laughs> it, I mean, was he super duper short? I mean, isn't he pretty short? Probably. Yeah, because uh, um, <clears throat> Peter Hall, Michael Peter Hall, is that his name? Uh, the guy who was Predator. He was like he was in. Um, Predator, Predator Two. He was uh, what was the the big one of the Sasquatch? Why? Oh, Sasquatch that gives me chills. That the music. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, it's still to this day the the the, to, the little bongos or whatever yeah. make the the hair stand up on the back of my neck. Freaks me out still. Like yeah. And I. This I don't is get, a movie of practical uh, effects. Well, and I, it has, Henry and it, the Henderson's, it, it, by it, the way. Yes. When you Harry were, and the Hendersons. When you were a kid, this this shit was creepy. And that's what it is, really. I mean, I think you know. As adults, I'm so kind of accustomed to seeing horror movies. I mean, my wife and I watch horror movies constantly, and it's like nothing really gets gets me like that. You know what I mean? Like you can watch something and you're like, oh, that was kind of freaky, you know, cool, whatever, and just go to bed. But like when you hear that, those little Tom or the yeah. the little the that, 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 that right, right there, there, right there, it puts me back. In my childhood body, yeah, and it yes. scares the shit out of me. Oh God! Does Not it scare to mention oh, also the the, <laughs> the thermal vision. Yeah, there was something oh, yeah. about that, and the way the voices were distorted. It was creepy mm-hmm. as hell. Yeah, it is so creepy. Is it weird that that do- that back door is wide open and yeah. anything? Can I'm gonna co- shut it right now. <laughs> come out of there. <laughs> Our childhood fears are coming out. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh great, that was caught. That wasn't that, 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 that was kills. <laughs> that never happened. Never happened. <laughs> the predator got him. You know what though? That's actually like the third time I've done that while we've had podcasts. I think I've fallen on my chair a couple of times. It's okay. It's behind right. the amp. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shoot. Oh shit. Oh god, oh boy, oh jeez. Well, now you're really going to have to subscribe to the YouTube channel. <laughs> this is the perfect time for you to have a, the, a drop on here of Predator going... <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> well, uh, 
But yes, so the plot of the movie, an alien spacecraft deploys a shuttle to Earth where Vietnam War veteran Major Alan Dutch Schaefer and his military rescue team consisting of Mac, Poncho, Blaine, Billy, and Hawkins are tasked with rescuing a foreign cabinet minister and his aide from insurgents in an unspecified South American country. CIA officer Al Dillon, a Vietnam War buddy of Dutch's, is assigned to accompany the team over Dutch's objections. En route, the team discovers the wreckage of a helicopter and three skinned corpses. I can't believe you just went over there while I went, Dillon! <laughs> That's you what you're son there. Son of a bitch. When the two boners shake hands, it's the ultimate <laughs> gift of all time. <laughs> it is. It, it's a fact that when my older brother and I, he lives across the country, and when we see each other, it's, you know, every few years, that's how we greet each other. You're like, Josh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then, what's the matter? The CIA got you pushing Put too many, many pencils. pencils. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so many then, iconic lines like, I mean, What's with the fucking tie? Yeah. Well, that Stick or. Stick like, around. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. when he, when he <laughs> oh, sorry. points Stick at the around. girl and he says, Hey, ma'am, please go to the helicopter. <laughs> right? Yeah. By the way, I'm such a nerd for this movie. I'm so pissed off at myself <laughs> right now. Why? Because I said earlier the actor's name was Michael Peter Hall. It's Kevin Peter Hall. Ah. It's those little things that make me so mad. You son of a bitch. Were you thinking Michael C. Hall from Dexter? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, we'll, 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 we'll keep, we'll, we're not going to go in too much of an order. We'll talk about the details behind the scenes. The movie is amazing. 20th Century Fox, Alan Silvestri, John McTiernan, written by Jim Thomas and John Thomas, produced by Lawrence Gordon, Joel Silver, John Davis, and starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers as Dylan. <sighs> you know what's depressing is you... What's up? You look at the actors and how old they are now. <laughs> Fuck, man. It's weird. It's, it's okay. It's, Carl Weathers is fantastic in The Mandalorian. Arnold's been doing good with his Netflix being the action CEO or whatever. I love Arnold. I always have. Mm-hmm. Even when he was Republican governor, I was like, it's okay. He'll come back. He'll be back. He'll go back to movies. He'll still be my Ar- my good old Arnold. Arnie, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> right. He's kind of like one of the... I, I don't want to get political, but he's good. I yeah. like him and his little ponies that run around videos on Instagram. Yeah. Sulu and Mimi or whatever. He's like, yeah. come here, let me feed you carrots. <laughs> you know what we you know what we need though? Like just thinking about that, like we need a remake of the original Predator Predator with Will Sasso as Arnold Schwarzenegger doing the fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger filter and yeah. the voice the entire time. Will Sasso is amazing. His has, Arnold is incredible. Is it, it, check out his podcast, Dudesy. It's really great. He does impressions on it all the time. But what were you going to say, Josh? I'm like just remembering, because uh, when we we did a podcast about a year ago, <laughs> and I believe we casted a Predator remake. There it is again. God damn. Yeah, I, yeah. see, this yeah. this happens every TJ time. TJ takes his uh, headphones off each time that little sound Bongos comes bongos. in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. I can't do it right now. I See, I think of the bongo cat when I hear it, and that just makes it a little bit easier to... I mean, with. look, it's it. this is a movie that's weird for me because as scary as the Predator was in the movie, I still kind of thought he was amazing. Yeah. Like, I still wanted to be like, what are you... 
yeah, will the, be like the end fight is just iconic. I yeah. mean, we can we can talk about certain scenes. I mean, obviously, you've got boners shooting down the jungle, which is fun to watch. See, so like a minigun in action, just literally just deforestation <laughs> for like a solid five minutes. There was actually a... Um, they annihilated an entire I, rainforest during the filming of that movie. I mean, <laughs> they let it actually, rip. They, there was scientists, or not, well, maybe not scientists, who actually tried to see if that was plausible. Yeah, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. They were bored. I mean, come oh, on, fuck, guys. That would be fun to do. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, take a giant like machine gun into the forest Gatling and try to see, gun, see what you can do. Gun and just grenades and just blow the forest out. See oh, what? there's a spider. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, <laughs> fucking spiders. Like this is my last day on spider duty. <laughs> I'm finally gonna retire tomorrow. <laughs> uh, must be a postal spider. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the movie was made on a budget of fifteen to eighteen millions and made in its box office ninety eight point three million. That's not considering all the sales. I mean, I bought this movie multiple times. Oh yeah. Um. So. The guys, as we said, they go into the they go into the jungle. They encounter these rebellious sort and have have basically a, a nice solid action movie sequence. But what I like about this movie specifically, if I was to give a a, a brief synopsis over the film, I would say it's an action movie setup that slowly transforms into a survival horror sci-fi movie. Oh, yeah. Movie. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And and that in, in itself is unique, especially of the time. And there were a whole spawn of, like, directors was like, shit, man, we can film in the jungle. We can do some budge effects. We can push out some real serious films. Dwayne Johnson went in and never came back out. <laughs> they just go to him with cameras. Well, I get that, but like, what's really cool about the movie is it isn't the setting is. It's obviously it feels hot watching the movie. I mean, everybody's sweating. Oh yeah. Everybody's walking around toting like serious, serious firepower. You've got this cloaking alien, mm-hmm. which is cool, and the and the concept is cool too. It, the predator hunts for sport. Like it's it obviously. We're going everywhere, but like when he faces off against the the uh, Native American fellow, what was his character's name? Billy. Billy. Yeah. When he faces <laughs> off against him, it's the only guy that he actually like pulls his spine and his 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 skull out and like polishes the skull because that was like a for real like trophy kill. He probably thought Billy was like a worthy opponent or something like it, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it was a real. Yeah. It was an accomplishment to him, whereas the other guys, it was just like, yeah, I'll skin him, whatever. Blow yeah. his head up and... Yeah, dry shave boner, I'm just going to zap him. But it's, it's like a rescue mission, though, right? It's not like... It starts as a yeah. rescue yeah, it starts mission. It starts as a rescue mission because their their people all disappeared or whatever. Right. Now, now, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's, uh, he's Dutch, right? Yes. Because I thought he was uh, Austrian. Oh. I, I see what you did there. There's no masking his accent. He tries. You know what? There's a lot of gifts from this movie, but I will say this about Arnold's performance in this movie. If if the whole movie was just the soundtrack and it was a say a silent film, I'm reading a lot about silent films. Future episode coming down the pike about old Hollywood. 
his facial expressions going just on that and say a silent film aesthetic is phenomenal the guy has fucking charisma mm-hmm. like as a as a star he's got likability you you root for him he's got comic timing i mean stick around that was ad lib technically so like things like that like he he's also knows. a really sexy looking guy. Yeah, yeah, like he's a good looking guy. He is a complete package for any Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was watching those as a kid, I was Arnold in my head. I was like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in the jungle with my friends. We're hunting down the predator. We're going to fuck this dude up. Oh, fuck. Josh is dead. Makes me want to go into the closet and grab pictures because I had like a spike haircut my fifth my fifth grade yeah because of arnold yeah yeah so i was obsessed with terminator too like oh, dude. oh yeah. future episode oh yeah uh god this movie is incredible so again like different scenes josh what what do you think is the reason that it was it's still one of your favorites mm. and stuck around for so long well I think there's going to be uh, several things that contribute to this. Uh, one being, I was allowed to watch an adult movie as a small kid. Amen. And so you're naturally going to be like, oh, this is fun. There's like explosions and stuff. And that's cool. Like, because, you know, as a little boy, a lot of us like, like playing with army guys and, mm-hmm. you know, have our fighting. It, it's the ultimate macho movie that you're just like, oh, these dudes are. These big, buff, handsome dudes are going into the forest with these machine guns, and they're blasting shit all over the place. And then the horror aspect, because I'm a, I'm a huge fan of horror movies, and you, you, you penned it perfectly. It becomes a horror movie, and the Predator is just this dominating creature that, I mean, for all intents and purposes, Dutch barely took down. Right. You know, <clears throat> so... It's got the comedy in it, the, like those weird comedic scenes. It's got the action, and there was some. It's there, it's just magic. And Schwarzenegger, just in general, he's just my, probably my favorite male actor. Would you say which that is this totally? I'm sorry. Once, no, you're, you're I'm just going to say this, which is totally understandable given our age range. We grew up with this guy. Yeah, and I mean, and who would have thought that not too long later we're seeing a movie like fucking Twins. Yeah, where it's like you find out that this dude, like he had the comedic one-liners, but he's actually a funny guy, mm-hmm. yeah. hilarious. Yeah, like legitimately, Total Recall is my favorite movie of all time. Arnold movie. <laughs> it. My thing is, it it's written from a Philip K. Dick amazing short story. Mm-hmm. They took it and turned it into basically like Predator or not Predator. I'm sorry. They turned it into like Commando in space on Mars. I fucking love that movie. I think there's nothing I can knock it for. I love something that's silly but also has a serious premise. Like it's like the three jump- boobs help too. The yeah. three boobs definitely. Oh, help. they always help. Babe, make me wish I had three hands. Honk 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 honk. <laughs> yeah, Mike, what were you gonna say there? Oh, I was just gonna, I was just gonna ask Josh if that was his first horror movie as a child. Oh boy. Oh. Probably. Your intro. Uh, I would assume it was probably Predator, but I also remember seeing Hellraiser. Oh yeah, <laughs> at a Good very young age. God. <laughs> um, yeah, future episode, brutal. future series, Halloween Dude. this year. Hollow. 
Yeah, I, Halloween. I saw yeah. it at a very young age. All the all the like the classics. I saw. I mean, when we're we're talking like five years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I've been indoctrined into the, (laughs) and you're not a serial killer. (laughs) No, sorry. Oh, don't apologize. (laughs) No, we like that you're not a serial killer. I like myself, but (laughs) that's the thing is is that's what grew my love for you know Predator, Predator Two, the Halloween series is yeah you know Hellraiser like these are all things that I've grown to love and I don't know. I think it's it, kind of cool, like as an adult, finding other people that are into that shit. Because it is. Well, as a kid, it was like, "Hey guys, you want to watch Hellraiser?" And they're like, "No, we want to watch Men in Black." Yeah, and you're like, "What? Men in Black? That's pussy shit." Let's <laughs> watch Schwarzenegger. But it's true. Like I loved Arnold, and it was the same thing for me. My dad let me watch Terminator, the yeah. first one, when I was like eight, yeah, and I was Lord. like. Ooh, boobies. And then, <laughs> but then I also I loved Arnold. Like and even in the Terminator, he has presence. He has this intense presence. He's Very scary human. as shit. Yeah. Like so I don't want to get too far off 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 ta- on a We ta- have Schwarzenegger boners. We have Schwarzenegger boners, and it's fine. I love the guy. I loved everything he was in. <laughs> the big and veiny just like me. <laughs> but Last Action Hero even yes, has, dude. has a similar like pre when we would break the fourth wall. Yeah. There was things like Last Action Hero, and it holds up to today. That's like, a great film. It's, it's amazing. It's good, and it shows like kind of the way we were gonna go when we started smashing the fourth wall down with things like Scream, yeah. and 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 horror specifically oh, tends to be so on the good. forefront. I would say in some ways the thing is like a prequel to the to Predator. The thing has that same, like, trapped in a certain area. It starts off the same with the two same, alien ships. Which but I would was say added the, by the studio, by the way. John I would McTiernan. say the thing, it gets more intense, though. Oh, There's 100%. much more yeah. um, horror, horror versus yeah. action. What's the word I'm looking for? Like you, you're on the edge of your seat. Intensity. Yes, it's it's all about. There's a sense of claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon yeah, as yeah. you start hearing the bongos and your butthole tightens, <laughs> you look around. You turn around. Turn around. Turn around. Great <laughs> 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 time. And it's Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. Can you please take a seat over here? Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I we, see. I see. I see. Right here, uh, from my friend, I've got a printout here. Uh, it says Predator sixty nine four twenty. Uh, you were texting with a young girl. Her name's Chris Hansen. Please take a seat over here. This is catching a predator. I'm just saying. Oh, I would love candy. to see that movie. Full disclosure: Mike came up with that in a thread between me and him, and I, I laughed nice. so hard. Thinking, <laughs> If there's a comedy writer out there, you've been blessed. Please, we would. I want to see an SNL catching a predator with an actual predator. Oh my god, amazing! Yeah. I was one like you had me questioning. Did I, did I see this on TV? Because this sounds familiar. I have the transcripts right here. <laughs> he just, Chris Hansen just sits him down. He's like, "Well, we got gotcha. you." Like, he just instantly cloaked. Just shrugs. In, instantly turns into a cloak. Like, oh, my predator mom is yeah. gonna be really you angry. See, you see him like disappear, then you hear a door open and shut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, running he's got a very important predator accounting job he can't lose. Oh, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> It says here, uh, Mr. Uh, James P. Predator, uh, you have been sending unsolicited vagina face pics to a young 14-year-old boy. We've got the evidence. uh, Law enforcement is in the garage. we got a runner. Stop him. Interesting. Interesting. So in the development of this said movie, following the release of Rocky IV, a joke circulated in Hollywood that since Rocky Balboa had run out of earthly opponents, he would have to fight an alien if a fifth film were to be made. This is according to Wikipedia on Predator. Screenwriters Jim and John Thomas took the inspiration from the joke and wrote a screenplay based on that. Which to me says, always take inspiration when you find it. That's when he fights the Russian, isn't it? Is it four? They it's the Russian or is it the five? I think that's the five. one where they have a robot. That's all I remember. A robot. Adrian, I got this robot. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> What'd you say? I can never understand it. <laughs> it's a robot. I got marble in my mouth. <laughs> it's a robot. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. They have Stallone come in as the predator. Uh, Mr. Stallone says here that you like to shit on girls' chests, especially. (laughs) Please take a seat. (laughs) Could you take the marbles out of your mouth, please? (laughs) The original concept centered on a plot of what is it, what it is to be hunted. Now, the, the concept is pretty prevalent, like the man is the hardest to kill type thing. It's like the greatest game. Greatest game. Something like that. Yeah. Like the wildest hunt or whatever. It, man dangerous. hunting man, but but the it, it's taken up like, it's like an energy drink version, like a pre-90s thing, where it's like, hey, what if we throw in a fucking bicep super cock from space and he's just shooting fucking lasers and fucking coming green ooze and fucking splatting everywhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got... People running around in the forest. He's jizzing on the leaves. And, and, and I'm sure this is the 80s, so this is the height of Coke binge. Somewhere in another room, guys are like, this is a thing, right? This guy's like an android, but he's a cop, and he's like, protect and serve. And then meanwhile, he shoots the guy in the dick. That's the worst. <laughs> Why? Why did you shoot him in the dick? Protect and serve. He saw it on RoboCop. I'm just saying. Anyways, Hollywood was crazy at the time. You get inspiration, and this was a great idea. It's a great premise. Uh, As the Thomas brothers were first-time screenwriters with little credibility in Hollywood, they struggled to attract attention for their proposed film and eventually resorted to slipping the script under the door of 20th Century Fox producer Michael Levy, who would go on to serve as executive producer on the film's sequel, Predator 2. Let's take a minute to just talk about Predator 2. I think it's an underappreciated sequel. Have you guys seen it? Yes. yes. Okay. Many times. I think it's a good movie. It's self-contained. It does. What I love is in the opening how they show the jungle, and then when the camera pans up, it goes mm-hmm. to the city. Yeah. Yeah. Los it's Angeles. like you. You remember the jungle? They, they put them in, in the, the concrete ur- jungle. <laughs> yeah, they put them in an urban area, and it's uh, it's self-contained, similar to the jungle atmosphere of the first one. You've got Dan- Danny Glover as your mm-hmm. lead, who's riding high. I mean, he's in what Lethal Weapon around yep. that time. Oh yeah. 
Those movies were great, by the way. Great movies, great series. Uh, you go from that to having also you got Gary Busey, fucking toothy Gary Busey. So like, good. Hey man, what's going on with these darn aliens? All of a sudden, man, and it's it's a great performance. Again, you've got cool practical effects. We're talking 1990. Well, and you have Predator with new gadgets. Yeah, that the, razor blade. I love the net. Yeah, the net. Ooh. Well, it also shows you that there's uh, more than one Predator. Yep. So it introduces you to, which is I found interesting that uh, they have Danny Glover where like Arnold took this to a just a not another level, but made the level, yeah. and then yeah. he disappeared. You know, and I I think that that is why I've probably you know I haven't watched Predator as many times as you guys probably have. I've probably seen it a good like eight to ten times in yeah. my life. Predator Two, I think I've seen twice, and. I really think it was because of the Arnold factor. Not that you can expect them to pull Arnold into mm-hmm. the next Predator movie, because that would just seem so unrealistic. You yeah. know what I mean? It happened to him all over again. Well, you know? it probably <laughs> wouldn't be as good. No. But it's... Oh, but, what's going on here? But, you know, you, you go from Arnold, and no offense to Danny Glover, because he's great, but it was just... It felt it like the B team. Mm-hmm. It, it, it yeah. did. And not, I mean, it wasn't a B movie. It was a good no. movie. But it kind of felt like that. I get it. It's, you know what it's I'm like saying? it's it's the House of the Dragon versus Game of Thrones type of thing. It's a yeah. different place, same same world, but it's like where's Tyrion? Right. I almost where's feel like hell? we could easily yeah. talk about all the sequels and whatnot, like the second segment, because there's a lot there. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we're kind of in heading in that territory, but I'll, I want to go through some more just behind the scenes because this is all pretty fascinating. So. Silver and Gordon first approach Arnold Schwarzenegger with the lead role, and Schwarzenegger said, The first thing I look for in a script is a good idea. A majority of scripts are rip-offs of other movies. People think they can become successful overnight. They sat down one weekend and wrote a script because they read that Stallone did that with Rocky. Predator was one of the scripts I read, and it bothered me in one way. It was just me and the alien. So we redid the whole thing so that it was a team of commandos. And then I liked the idea. I thought it would make a much more effective movie and be much more believable. I liked the idea of starting out with an action adventure, but then coming in with some horror and sci-fi. That was my Arnold impression. Uh, but yeah, no, Nailed I think it. he, realistically, it's true. Like, he he flipped this. You flip the script, and that's intriguing. You know, rather than just doing your meat and potatoes action film, which is totally great, and I'll take it. I will eat that meat and potatoes. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah, they could have realistically not had an alien at all, and it just be what the first half of the movie is, just more of it, and it would have still been a perfect It film. could have been, like, what, yeah. you know, like, uh, Dylan betraying him, and then it's like a mano y mano, yeah. the two of them facing off. Well, I think it would have been cool just to like still have the predator, but to take the alien ship away and be like, "There's something out here." Because back then you didn't you didn't have movie trailers. Like everyone was just like, "Well, you had movie well, trailers when you it, were in the yeah. theater seeing a trailer for it." But uh, like there was no internet during that time. Uh, no spoilers, no nothing. But I, I, I think it would. Oh, I see what you're saying. But you know, yeah, you see what I'm saying. Like to eliminate the, uh, um, the spacecraft. Yep. And be like, what is killing all these guys? It's like, is this a monster? Is this an alien? Like, what's going on? Well, that 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 kind of 
is the the vibe that I got when I saw the most recent Predator movie, Prey, which I'm going to say right now is really good. Probably my second favorite oh, of the Predator that franchise. Was fucking awesome! Such a fun movie, great popcorn film to just sit down with your honey or your buds and just dive in. And it it has this more like when you, especially when you go with these type of movies, the less is more is mm-hmm. always the best route. You know, like the thing specifically is my favorite horror movie of all time. Same. And I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, like, there are questions that are answered and then questions that aren't answered. Yeah. And the imagination is a wild motherfucker. You know, even the sound of bongos could send you. Like TJ screaming, screaming, or push fall, you out of your fucking chair, fall out of a chair, and that's, <laughs> that's real. It's real, man. Just a little like Danny Elfman spooky score and like Edward Scissorhands can make you think, oh, what kind of gothic terror am I in for? But it ends up being a fairy tale. Yeah, I, God, that's such a good movie too. Like, yeah, you hear like ice is ice dance. Mm-hmm. That song is it, it's beauty personified. Yeah, but it's also like then you think of the movie and you're like, oh. Yeah, well, it's like, Winona, why don't you love Johnny Depp or whatever? You you might cut your face off, but it's cool. Clip it back on somehow. I suddenly remember April finding they made like a porn remake of that. It's called like Edward (laughs) Penis Hands. (laughs) Yeah, like instead of scissors, each one is like a dick. Wow. I love are, they, are they all flaccid or are They're they like super legs hard? And they just scissor each other. <laughs> like it, it showed like the dinner scene and like it's just <laughs> coming on everybody. Like the way waves them around. I'm gonna look this up when I get home. Yeah, we need to walk. We need to we need to like, get on like a, a Zoom call for of us and hit play all the same time. Yeah. <laughs> we should do we should do a porn parody episode. For Mike, sure. why is your monitor moving? Dude, porn parody. <laughs> porn bloopers. Oh God! Um, so anyway, so casting Silver and Gordon first approached Arnold. Obviously, he was the big get for the film. Um, there, there, he had previously starred in Commando, also a great movie, on which Silver had served as producer to play the elite band of soldiers. Both Silver and Gordon, with co-producer John Davis, searched for other larger-than-life men of action. Carl Weathers, who had been memorable as boxer Apollo Creed in the Rocky films, was their first choice to play Dylan, while professional wrestler and former Navy SEAL Jesse the Body Ventura was hired for his formidable physique as Blaine, co-starring with Schwarzenegger the same year in The Running Man. Mm-hmm. You love that movie, Josh? Oh, yeah. Based it's on a video Ste- game, basically. Yeah, and it's based on a Stephen King so story. Fun. Um... Also cast were Sonny Landham, Richard Chavez, and Bill Duke. I love Bill Duke. Mm-hmm. He's super mem- memorable. He's the dry shave boner. Uh, the black, the other, the other black guy. The other black. Other <laughs> black. The black. <laughs> black. Jeez. Sorry. And he always, but he's, he's amazing. African American fellow. He's, he's always shaving when he gets nervous. Yeah, he's always shaving yeah. when he gets nervous. He has some of the most memorable scenes. He's his. It's his voice. There's something oh, about yeah. his voice. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some. <laughs> He's what leads to the big shooting sequence, basically. He's like, fuck you! Through Kill them. my buddy! What does he say? He's like, through them trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Oh, creepy. Through them trees. Yeah. 
still like half the movie yeah. is the camera panned up and just looking at trees. Yeah. If you yeah. if you watch it again, it's like, yeah. oh, I think that's a bird right there. Yeah. It's a monkey. And and it's so it's just atmospheric yeah. to the to the nth degree. I I gotta say, as far as a cast, everybody is bringing their A game. Yeah. So many memorable mm-hmm. and like short, quick scenes where, I mean, yeah, you could you could be all politically correct boo, 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 about some of the lines, but it's of its time, and these are soldiers. What else do you expect? Like Jesse's got some great lines. Looking like an Alabama tick. Yeah. Things bleed, man. Like <laughs> got time to bleed. Ain't got time to bleed is yeah. fucking awesome. I mean, that's just the that's just what any any man wants to say anytime he hurts himself while working with right. power tools. Uh, Arnold's one ups him though, or one ups him with, uh, "If it bleeds, you can kill it," or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> um, now, speaking of other action icons of the time, Jean-Claude Van Damme was originally cast as the Predator with the intent that the physical action star would use his martial arts skills to make the Predator, to make the predator an agile ninja-like hunter. But he kept kicking. That's all he did was kicking. And uh, I, I believe when the act, when the uh, when the director said, "You need to stop kicking," like <laughs> he was like, "Kiss my balls," and he, <laughs> and he, and he walked you kiss off. my balls, kiss my brain, man, nuts. <laughs> right here, take it right on your chin. But when the five nine Van Damme was compared to Schwarzenegger, Weathers, and Ventura, actors over six feet tall and known for their bodybuilding regimens, it became apparent a more physically imposing man was needed to make the creature appear threatening. Shaquille. Hey, it's me, Shaquille O'Neal. I'm the predator. Watch out. Somebody bring me some Papa John's. Turn around. I just wanted some Papa John's and they started shooting at me. What the fuck? Hey, y'all, can you all stop running? My feet hurts. I'm going to sit here on this tree. Yeah, he doesn't shoot lasers. He whips them with his dick. Exactly. So... As it, as it was, he allegedly had also repeatedly voiced reservations about only appearing on camera in the suit. Additionally, the original design for the Predator was felt to be too cumbersome and difficult to manage in the jungle, and even with a more imposing actor, did not provoke enough fear. Van Damme was removed from the film and replaced by 7-2 Kevin Peter Hall, who had just finished work as Sasquatch, as Josh said, and Harry and the Hendersons. Now, interestingly enough, there was like a pink-red suit that they were using, basically because you needed to be able to see where the creature was when they were doing, like, shooting and stuff. And I think it was Arnold who called up his buddy Stan Winston, especially after doing Terminator and having those great effects, and was like, dude, we need something, like, to really pop. We can't have this fucking... (laughs) Vagina thing moving around the forest. <laughs> Imagine, I would love to see a cut of the Predator where the Predator is Barney just running through the woods. Jurassic Park, but with Barney. I love you. <laughs> Someone's done that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get to the chopper. Hey, I just want a hug. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, that's that. That is great. And also, it was. On a plane flight, because Stan was sketching out the design, James Cameron was similarly on the plane, and it was him who said, you should make it so that his face has mandibles, Mm. a.k.a. the vagina mouth. So, See, now, if Van Damme had just stuck around, he would have had the scene at the end of the film when Kevin Peter Hall 
is the helicopter pilot. He's only on screen for about three seconds, but, you know, that's besides the point. I mean, if realistically, I, as a huge film nerd, always love to know who the, the people are that are under the makeup or the creatures. Robert England, obviously, all the horror icons you've got... We we met him. I'm trying to think. The guy that played Jason Voorhees. Oh, um, um I'm, why am why I blanking on that guy's name? Uh, Come on, Josh. There's like multiple. I mean, with think. Mike Myers and Jason Voorhees, there's think. been like tons and tons and like tons. We, Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder. Yes. Oh, yeah. We uh, talked to him for like 20 minutes. There's nice a band dude. called Kane Hodder. One of the nicest dudes on the planet. Yeah, there should be a band called. There should be a band called Kane Hodder. There is one. I toured with one. Really? Yeah. Uh, Rockstar TJ with his Rockstar stories. Were yeah. they cool? Yeah, they were cool. Right. Yep. Damn. Shout out Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder, what's up? Um, according to Schwarzenegger, uh, filming was physically demanding. The actor and former bodybuilder shipped gym equipment to Mexico and trained intensely every day before shooting began, usually with his co-star. Screenwriter Jim Thomas was impressed with the training regimen and said, I think that phrase... Manly Men was coined during the production of Predator. Hmm. And it is, like I said, this is manly. It's not homoerotic, like say something like Top Gun, <laughs> but it's like you feel like you're hanging, like it's you a hangout dudes movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Smoke cigars. Smoke cigars. Have some sip like, whiskey. Yeah, I was going to say it'd be a little bit more classy. It'd be like, yeah, I have like brandy or something. Some scotch. 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 There you go. And a cigar. Uh, Both McTiernan and Schwarzenegger lost 25 pounds during the film. That's how hot it was. I mean, like, and they're working out. Schwarzenegger's weight loss was a professional choice. Well, McTiernan lost the weight because he avoided the food in Mexico due to health concerns, which is a good idea. Yeah, good idea. I wouldn't have thought of that. Unlike McTiernan, most of the cast and crew suffered from traveler's diarrhea since the Mexican... (laughs) The Mexican hotel in which they were living had problems with its water purification. I have yeah. the runs again. Dude, get to the party. <laughs> not, not to get too off track, but I uh, experienced that once. It was the worst. But we did a. We still remains went and played like a festival in Mexico, and uh, somehow I don't know. It was because we ate fruit that was washed in the water. You know, we were not drinking the the main water, but. I think it was like five out of six of us came back, and it was brutal. That sucks. Yeah, you've Damn. never actually been to Mexico before, have you? No. no. All right, well, when I've we had, hit those I've high had Taco Patreon Bell. Is that the same? I crossed the border. <laughs> 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 and uh, you get the diarrhea, too, so it's the whole experience. <laughs> So, in an interview, Carl Weathers said the actors would secretly wake up as early as 3 a.m. to work out before the day's shooting. Weathers also stated that he would act as if his physique was naturally given to him and would work out only after the other actors were nowhere to be seen. Maybe he had a little stage fright when it came to pounding the weights. I don't know. I mean, the guy's amazing. Like, so built. Like, they are in peak fucking condition. Would you want to work out with Schwarzenegger? I, I, I would spot him. Yeah, I guess I would not spot him because if he dropped, I'd be like, oh, you're screwed, bro. I can't lift that. I spot him from a very safe distance. Mike, 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 spot me. What are you doing? You're walking away. Do you have any maids? Although, to be fair, I have um, cocaine. The the Schwarzenegger documentary, um, when I I saw that a couple weeks ago, 
a lot of people attest to like, yeah, it's actually really cool to work out with him because he just pushes you and pushes you to a point where you didn't realize you could get to. Mm. And that's what a lot of people are like, yeah, like he made me love doing this even more. Yeah, and that, that's the thing is that it's, it's like uh, any of those great, like those those imposing, like you can feel like somebody who's a creative, you you meet other creatives all the time. And sometimes it can be like, a bit imposing to be like, oh, this guy wrote all these incredible like things on a guitar. This guy did a tour in Mexico. Yeah, but then there's also <laughs> human people. You know, they have they're fallible. There's things. There's stories. You know, and a lot of times, like really, cre- like positive creators or people in arts, generally they want to see everybody else succeed, and that's that's yeah. that's my take. Like I want. It, that's why I do the silly Spotify ads because. It is a free thing, and they will pay you. And you should do podcasting if you have a story you want to tell, or try it out. Do anything, man. The world is your oyster. But getting to Kevin Peter Hall, who also we didn't touch on yet, sadly passed away hmm. after this. Yeah, oh, he, he yeah. was only like thirty-five or something when he died. Indeed. Schwarzenegger also faced the challenge of working with Kevin Peter Hall, who could not see in the Predator suit. The actor recalled that when he's supposed to slap me around and stay far from my face, all of a sudden, whap, there's this hand with claws on it. Hall stated in an interview that his experience on the film wasn't a movie, it was a survival story for all of us. For example, in the scene where the Predator chases Dutch, the water was foul, stagnant, and full of leeches. Hall could not see out of the mask and had to rehearse the scenes with it off and memorize where everything was. The outfit was difficult to wear because it was heavy and affected his balance. Now, I've heard two things from filmmakers. Don't shoot on water and don't shoot in the jungle. Because everything that's being shot has to have cables, Mm -hmm. lighting, best boys, grips, catering. Who's gonna? Where are you gonna put the grilled cheese sandwiches? I don't know. And on top this... of that big bug nest. <laughs> <laughs> ah, don't eat the grilled cheese. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you would be, you have those elements all around you. Water is historically not fun with electronics. So <laughs> I wonder how the humidity was with those cameras. Oh, it was probably a every five minutes having to wipe the lens. Yeah. We said they lost twenty five pounds. I'm sure the sound guy lost like a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, guys, are we ready to film? I'm tra- I'm trapped in the sound booth. <laughs> it's two thousand goobies in here. <laughs> John John McTiernan's just chomping on a cigar. Where was the sound guy? That fucking weirdo. This is skeleton with headphones on. Um. So the visual effects. Talk about this. The original Predator creature was created by Richard Edlund of Boss Film Studios and was disproportionate, ungainly creature with large yellow eyes and a dog-like head. Nowhere near as agile as necessarily uh, necessary for what the filmmakers had intended. As I said... Ultimately, John uh, McTiernan consulted Stan Winston. Winston had previously worked with Schwarzenegger's visual effects for The Terminator. While on a plane ride in Fox Studios alongside Aliens director James Cameron, Winston sketched monster ideas, and Cameron suggested he had always wanted to see a creature with mandibles. Uh, Greenberg Associated uh, Associates created the film's optical effects, including the alien's ability to become invisible, its thermal vision point of view, its glowing blood, and the electrical spark effects. 
The invisibility effect was achieved by having someone wearing a bright red suit because it was the farthest opposite of the green of the jungle and the blue of the sky. The size of the predator... Uh, the red was removed with chroma key techniques, leaving an empty area. The take was then repeated without the actors using a 30% wider lens on the camera. When the two takes were combined optically, the jungle from the second take filled in the empty area because the second take was filmed with a wider lens. A vague outline of the alien could be seen with the background scenery bending around its shape. Now, I just want to say, great movie. Love The Predator. But I think the Predator's kind of a little bitch. He, he <laughs> like he's like this master fucking hunter, and he uses an invisibility cloak. Uh, like it's come on. Is anybody yeah, on board they, with me on yeah, this? They nerfed him a little bit. I get that idea, but if you think of like classic hunters, they all use camo. Pussies. Yeah, so, that's what I'm talking about. John Josh, he's on board. And to be honest, too, you know, think about it from that angle. I mean, if you watch Prey, you know, Prey took place back in the what 1700s or 1600s or something like mm-hmm. that. And you get this guy, and he's. I mean, even at that point in that movie, he was far more technologically advanced than anything here. I mean, granted, he was he was fighting in that movie with more handheld things, wasn't he? But, yeah. Yeah. but he was more advanced, for sure. You know, just as a, you can tell that species is so much more advanced than humans. You know what I mean? Like Again, leading the imagination to ponder, like, what are these fuckers like on their planet? Yeah. You know? Like, well, if, uh, if he can shoot laser bombs at me, yeah, he can turn, he can turn invisible. <laughs> yeah, the, it's definitely recommended to pursue the comics yes. and the books because that's when you that. really get yeah. to understand the, the species and why they're hunting. Mm-hmm. And you could, you know, look to like Alien versus Predator for also, you know, a little bit more into that. But like a lot of times that what these guys are doing, they're just some of them are students. Like they're learning to become a hunter. Yeah. So they're they're, they're almost like Spartan trained, like as a young kids. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm sorry, I don't want to get into lore and shit. But uh, did you know humans also have a cloaking ability? Cover yourself in mud. Yes. Spoiler. That's a great sequence, by the way. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> but it, it's it's set up. I mean, like most things in these action movies, almost like the the scene explains what it's doing visually, and it's so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like it that just that scene alone like sets up so much. You understand so much about the predator. Yeah, but also, I'm, I'm not trying to shit on it. I'm no, just like no, no, kind of no. shitting on it. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's totally cool. Yeah, the super advanced tech, technological species, and they can't see through mud. Yeah, uh-huh. like maybe should, maybe mud doesn't exist anywhere. They else should in the be universe. able to see Arnold's eyes. Is not covered in mud. Ah, uh, you're right. I never thought about that. Well, I always thought of that. Part of the masking was the trees that he's under, because they're all covered in mud as well. Mm. The way the shot is, and he's well, he's just kind of like trying not to breathe, trying not to move. His his sensor goes on heat signature, and all your heat's in your head, it's in your balls, it's in your it's in your hands, it's in your feet. Right, I get that. I mean, there's there's there. I'm sure there's some weird, stupid like YouTube channels like Cinema Sense Predator. Obviously, he could have taken his mask off and said he decides to shoot a banana rat or whatever, <laughs> and then he runs off. But like, yeah, there. I'm sure you could poke holes in it, but yeah, for what it is between the soundtrack, the acting, oh, the fun of the movie, it's just fun to watch. Josh is like, oh, fuck. I'm just remembering something about the movie that always it's it inevitably will always make me laugh. 
and that's the towards the end of the film when Schwarzenegger, you know, he he goes after the predator himself. He's hunting mm -hmm. him, yeah, and he falls into the water. And he's coming out of the water, and this is right before the big confrontation between the two of them, right? Right. He climbs up, and there's a log on the ground, and he, he goes and grabs it. He's like, <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? Is this thing made of plastic? <laughs> Seriously, go back and watch that scene. It just the, the, the sound it makes when he touches this log, I'm like, it just makes me laugh. It probably was plastic. There's plastic everywhere, man. That's true. They were like, we just... For the love of Christ on a cookie, get us through this fucking scene so we can go to bed, get up at three and work out again. Bring in the plastic logs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta get through it. It is hot as fucking Satan's asshole out here. I just want to get back in my trailer and do blow. Hang out with Hell my Mexican yeah. sex workers. <laughs> so, obviously, the effects are great. It was actually nominated for Best vis Visual Effects. And it didn't it win? It did not win. It was Ooh, nominated, though. I wonder what it lost to. We'll get hmm. to that. Probably Barbie, nineteen eighty-six, eighty-seven. <laughs> oh, eighty-seven. Yeah. Now the music was composed by Alan Silvestri, who was coming off the huge success of Back to the Future, yeah. which is why this soundtrack's so awesome. I mean, Back to the Future. Oh yeah, I can hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally hear that. Wow. Um, no No, but <laughs> we just watched Back to the Future a couple weeks ago, and Edward Scissorhands. So it's funny that you guys are mentioning those movies. It's because we love you. My wife didn't see Predator until like last year. Oh, she, she had never seen it, and I made, made her sit with me and watch it. That's What'd awesome. She think? We watched that and pray. She liked both of them. Nice. Nice. Yep. Yeah, I. It's see. This is the thing with my my lady. As long as there's aliens in it, she'll watch it. We just watched Fire in the Sky the other day. She'd never seen that, like the alien abduction movie from the nineties. Okay. Oh. Has like crazy practical effects when he's like abducted. Yeah. Like, yeah just yeah. the sequence is just like. I'm I'm watching it. And I'm like, if I had seen the because I didn't see it when I was young. I saw it in maybe in like 2000s ish. Yeah, yeah. But um, the practical effects of his abduction and when he's put on like an alien operating table, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that that's probably why I was able to get my wife to watch it though, is because it's kind of it's got the horror aspect to it. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. I mean, sci-fi is one thing, but it does have the horror thing, and I think that's why I got her to watch Alien with with me too. Here, yeah, you know, we watched, I think, all of them. Yeah. Wow, we watched all the Aliens movie. Well, not not the Predator ones too, but just the kind of the, the main. Did you watch like Prometheus and? Yeah, we watched Prometheus. Yep, um, and those are really cool. Yeah, um, there's some incredible scenes in Prometheus. I love Michael Fassbender in that. Um, so good. Yeah. That's that's a that's a key to anybody who wants to suggest movies for me and Casey to watch. As long as it's got aliens in it, she's down. So, uh, but it's that horror aspect right there. Yeah. So Predator was his first major action movie, and the score is full of familiar genre characteristics, heavy horn blasts, staccato string rhythms, and undulating timpani rolls that highlight the action and suspense. Little Richard's song, Long Tall Sally, which will be featured in the end of this episode, is featured in the helicopter en route to the jungle. Mac also recites a few lines from the song as he's chasing the Predator after it escapes from their booby trap. Silvestri returned for the sequel, making him the only composer to have scored more than one film in either the Alien or Predator series. Another fun fact is it's a deleted scene, but Anna is the only person in all of the Predator films to have been in two. Because in the second movie, she actually did have a cameo, but they cut the scene. 
Oh. Ah. Interesting. I wonder why they cut it. Um, I find it funny that uh, that um, Macaulay Culkin uh, set up all those traps for the Predator. <laughs> <laughs> like in Home Alone, that's what it was. <laughs> Am <Yeah>. I wrong? <laughs> well, and like the Predator left uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger alone for hours for so he could set up all those traps. <laughs> it would have been great if they got the guy that played Marv. What's his name to play the Predator? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Oh God, he was in like yeah. City Home Slickers. Like, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Home Alone. Oh. Uh, he was in Home Alone. <laughs> he was in Home Alone too, as well. Yeah. <laughs> like have. Schwarzenegger is cult. McCulloch. Oh, God. Oh, gets you with my hot wheels. <laughs> what was his name, Ryan? Are you looking it up? Yeah. Is Danny something? Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. Keep yes. the change of Daniel filthy Stern. animal. <laughs> Played Marv Merchants. <laughs> You'd be real funny when the... Hey, Marv, how many fingers... Drops on his face. How many fingers am I holding up, Marv? <laughs> <laughs> my kids fucking love that. I love, I love it. I love it. <laughs> fucking Marv. Hey, Harry, I'm the Predator. <laughs> Watch this. I'm going to skin this kid alive. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I love it. Um, I love it. Predator was first released on VHS on January 21st, 1988. It was later released on DVD on December 26, 2000. The film, <clears throat> the film was later released on Blu-ray on April 15, 2008. I'm sorry. No, you're that's fine. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, hey, you didn't fall out of your fucking chair. Yeah, I'm pretty secure here. <laughs> that, that's, this whole episode, I've been over here slamming by myself. <laughs> Can't believe it. No, I'm literally shit. replaying the whole movie now with that Fuck. thought process. Oh. It'll be a YouTube clip. There you yeah. go. Uh, so we talked about the box office. Obviously, dudes were like, yeah, this movie's fucking legit. Do you see all the boners in it? Um <laughs> But the critical response from contemporary reviews, Janet Maslin of the New York Times described the film as grisly and dull with few surprises, which is just stupid. Critics were dumb then, they're dumb now. Chris Hewitt of Empire wrote, Predator has gradually become a sci-fi and action classic. It's not difficult to see why. John McTiernan's direction is claustrophobic, fluid, and assured, staging the action with aplomb, but concentrating just as much on tension and atmosphere, a thumping piece of powerhouse cinema. Peter Sutterman of Reason Magazine noted that over the last 30-odd years, it has come to be regarded as a classic of 80s action cinema. Audience polled by CinemaScore gave the film an average grade of B+, on an A-plus to F scale. Which is pretty good. Coming up on 40 years. Yeah. That's wild. (laughs) Jesus. That's a long time. That sucks. Like, two years back to the future is going to be 40 years old. That's insane. 30? 40. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Predator has appeared on a number of best of lists. In 2007, Steve Robert Cargill of Real Networks Resource Film.com ranked Predator as the seventh best film of 1987, calling it one of the great sci fi action horror films, often imitated but never properly duplicated, not even by its own sequel. Teach their own. Entertainment Weekly named it the 22nd greatest action film of all time in 2007 and the 14th among the best Rock'em Sock'em movies of the past 25 years in 2009, saying Arnold Schwarzenegger has never been as manly as he was in this alien hunting testosterone fest. 
In 2012, IGN proclaimed it the 13th greatest action movie of all time. In 2008, Empire Movie ranked it 366 on their list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. <laughs> Predator was ranked fourth in a 2015 Rolling Stone reader poll of the all-time greatest action films. It was described by reporter Andy Green as freaking awesome. In a 2018 review for IGN, William Bibani called Predator the most subversive action movie of the 80s and cites examples from the film of satire of the action film genre as a whole. In his review, he writes, Predator may be a big macho action movie, but it also... But it's also highly critical of the kinds of characters you'd normally find in big macho action movies and the superficial, unquestioningly heroic stories they appear in. And I like that because yeah. it has a diverse cast for the most part. I would say the only other movie that really can compare to it um, would almost be like First Blood. Oh, Rambo. Like that's the only one that comes close to being in that same like manly realm. Yeah. yeah. Having the trap set up. Very macho. Yeah, such a great movie. Hot Shots Part Two. <laughs> that would you compare it to that to? Yeah, I love those movies. I do too. They're so good. Actually, my first date ever was to see Hot Shots Two. Really, with the girl? That's awesome. I that was, movie was great. I watched it recently again. <laughs> I had to. It was awesome. on HBO, I think. Yeah, I freaking hilarious. It's it's hilarious. It's it's you know I. I, I I miss when Charlie Sheen was in movies because he was such a good lead. He was a great comic lead. Like in the the major league movies were freaking oh, wow. hilarious. So good. Um, but anyway, so I got a few more things about this. So as we mentioned, the Academy Award. When it came time to recognize the Predator with an Academy Award nomination, the combination of techniques used had the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences officials unsure as to which category the Predator belonged. The mechanical features of the character's head suggested the makeup effects category, but due to the camouflage effect, there was a visual effects aspect to the character as well. Ultimately, Stan Winston was nominated for an Oscar for Predator in the Best Visual Effects category, just as he had for Aliens. Aliens is my favorite alien film of all time. That was one of the first movies me and Casey watched together. That's cool. But he and his co-nominees lost the effects team from Inner Space. Wow, uh, Inner Space. Mm-hmm. No shit. That's another good one, though. I do love that movie. Yeah, Martin it's Short. Been a long time since I've seen that, but that had that had a profound effect, I think, on me when I was a kid. American sci-fi comedy film directed by Joe Dante of uh, that would be Gremlins, I believe. Wow, Gremlins. Yeah, Gremlins and Gremlin, uh, Gremlins to the New Batch, underrated. Just as good as the first. Oh man, that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Gremlins two when it starts playing Slayer and <laughs> he turns into the Spider Gremlin. Oh, I love that. That's such a cool scene. It's such a fun. As a kid, it was just like a romp of silliness. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, like when those Gremlins like all turn into like a giant ball and start rolling over people and like killing them and shit. I, I was te- I was terrified. It looked like Looney Tunes to me though. Oh dude, it was <laughs> not me. I was like, oh my God, that person was just eaten alive. Yeah. The first one's definitely more it seemed more like a horror movie. Yeah, well, I watch it now and it's like, oh my God, this is fucking yeah, I, we actually <laughs> I, we rewatched the first one about a year and a half ago and it was like I could see how this could be considered horrorish, especially for kids. Yeah. 
But yeah, Gremlins 2, though, that's just goofy. Future episode. So, yeah, they lost to Inner Space, unfortunately. Um, but uh, in the same year, the Academy had ca- categorized the Predator creature as a visual effect. It honored Rick Baker with an Oscar and Best Make category for his work on Harry and the Hendersons. So, that's good. This was despite the fact that Harry had been achieved had been achieved in exactly the same way that the Predator had with a performer wearing a suit and mechanical head. In fact, the same actor, Kevin Peter Hall, performed in both. So, yeah. There is, there's a video game, Arnold Schwarzenegger reprises Dutch in the 2020 Predator video game, Predator Hunting Grounds. Have you played any Predator video game? I've played all the Predator Hunting game, or all the Predator games. Hunting Ground is, is fine. It just, uh, the problem with it is it wasn't very popular and you need to have other people to really enjoy the game. I get it. It's- I play Predator in real life. I just. <laughs> Mike, I need you to I don't take go a into seat houses, over though. here. <laughs> Like a Predator D&D type adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like that. <laughs> I get it. That actually could be kind of cool. Yeah. Like, you play as a mercenary group, like Dutch and, like, the Commandos, and then the the DM is Predator. Hmm. The Dungeon Master is Predator? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> turn around, turn around. Um, God, what else is there to say? I think we pretty much covered it all. All of it? We're not going to take a break and come back? What are we going to do? Dude, that's, that's where we were now. What? I I want to hang out with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I love hanging out with you, too, and you can hang out. And we just, we just uh, and I'll kind of round this out, we just taped our 50th episode. I want to say thanks to you guys for being excellent co-hosts, being on the show. The show has been a success. You guys have... I mean, we just got another rating today, and um, everybody who's out there who's listening, we fucking love you guys. This is a passion project for me. Doing this is something that really sunk into me, and it's next year will be ten years of doing this. Sunk in like an Alabama tick, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But no, having like Mike and Tej. To come along on this journey and this 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 era and this what about new Josh? show, Josh has I've been, been there. <laughs> Josh has been, been around there for a long time. That's why he's so good at it. You all are great, and everybody is. Everything I've heard has been glowing praise, and I'm really really proud. Um, I mentioned it in episode 50, but I'll, I guess I'll give a little pre early notice here. This first season will end in the end of November, and then December there'll be a best of with clips and stuff. And I've been taking clips pretty much from every episode. And then we will be on break until February when season two starts. And when season two starts, there will not be two episodes a week. We will be shifting back to one because good Lord doing two was a gamble, but I think it's paid off because we already got to 50 episodes and that usually takes a long, much longer time to get to where we are at currently, but there's a wealth of stuff. So please, Please, please share with a friend. Five stars. Join the Discord. I just added a book club, and all the books that I'm reading to cover for episodes that are coming down the line, especially the deep history episodes, I have sources that'll be listed there and everything, and that's all I want to say. But I wanted to throw it to you guys, and especially Teach, because there are new newness out there. 
New newness. newness. New uh, new. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, working on Glassfield stuff, obviously. Uh, yeah. So, it's, it's, I couldn't be more excited. It's turning out pretty cool. Uh, can't. I don't know. I'm just so excited about the tones that they captured and everything else, and being able to track vocals on it's a lot of fun so far. Um, and then I just released. Uh, my projects like it's like my personal projects first song it's a demo it's a demo technically but uh we threw it up on all streaming services and on Bandcamp. the band is called dead me dead dot me i guess that's how you want to spell it yeah, yeah dead on, me it's on all the it's <laughs> on me all the streaming services <laughs> Bandcamp. but also i want to say uh Speaking of, you mentioned it being a demo. One of our listeners of the podcast listened to it right away and posted it on the Discord and oh, said, wow. right off the bat, he's like, this does not sound like a demo. That's, like, yeah. Hell, you know, you know that high praise. So the, uh, there's two other guys that are a part of it right now. Uh, there will be more when we go, when we like start playing shows. But uh, Jordan Gilliam, who used to be and still remains in the, like the very, very first year with me. And then, um, my friend Matt Marquez, he plays uh, drums in a band called Norma Jean. They're kind Hell of they're yeah. kind of like a legendary like yeah like a hardcore band, you know that kind of like started shaped. started yeah kind of shaped a lot of stuff. But they were shaped by bands like Botch and Dillinger yeah. and stuff it's like that. Me like a super group, but uh, yeah, so well, kind of it's it's me and Matt and Jordan right now, and yeah. um, you know he, he's great in the studio, you know. So for us. At, you know, going to band practices, it's just us going just into the studio and kind of hashing stuff out. So, um, the stuff sounded pretty cool, you know, uh, yeah, like quality wise, just because, I mean, he's, he's great at production. He's a great engineer too. So can't wait. Shit, yep. I remember listening to Norma Jean. It was like 20 years ago. Yeah. I was starting college and my, my buddy's like, Hey, you like heavy metal. Have you heard of Norma Jean? I'm like, <laughs> Have you heard of Outcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's a DMX. Hey, have you guys heard of Weird Al? <laughs> dude, dude, that's that's a that's, love right that's there. That's another episode. Uh, but yeah, there'll be links to that. And also, Matt, your drummer, does uh, locally would would be down to work with other musicians. So if there's any local yes. Grand Rapids or we'll say Grand Rapids area or even Michigan listeners who want to look him up, we'll add a little link to him. That'd be great. Or if anybody has questions, feel free to like shoot me a message on Facebook. I can yep. get you in touch with Matt. He's, I mean, he'll play drums for your band. If you've got a song where you need drums and he's got great sounding drums, great software, super talented drummer. Is he local? Yeah, he's in, he's right in Jenison here. So, really? Yeah, so, but yes. like he can do anything for you, like internationally. Just hit me up and we in touch. Um, he, you know, his rates are awesome. Like you, you won't find somebody with better rates, like especially in our area. You know, totally. And so. it, and that really goes out to. I I know there's a lot of guys who sit in their basement who record demos and are like looking to. To, yeah. I know Josh, you have a band now, but but I'm saying for the guys, <laughs> it was me though. The yeah, guys like, who record demos at home who would like to have like a really polished product and something cool to just you know get something rolling. Even. Yeah, it's something that you you have a demo to send to a, a venue or exactly. a demo or demo to like kick off to a label. Even you know like or kick off to send to to other musicians to join. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he can add drums to whatever song you want. If you just play guitar to a click track or something like that, get in touch with them. He'll throw drums down and done. There you go. Oh, this could be fun. Josh, you're still looking for a band name, right? 
Uh, not really. <laughs> no? No. Oh, bummer. I was going to say, listeners, get into the Discord and let's find Josh a band name. Liquid Death. <laughs> Liquid Death. That's, Sprite. That's I, was about Sprite. To, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's cool. And then I'm like, wait, that's what I'm drinking. Death Sprite. <laughs> Dude, that's actually kind of cool. It is. Um, so uh, I told Ryan this. I, I sprung. I paid you a little bit of money. Sprung right now? I, I did earlier. I paid a little bit of money to, you know, Cameo? Yeah. yeah. I, Are I, you on Cameo? I paid like $10 trillion for a Cameo. Holy shit. For this. Can I have some oh, money? You oh, have yeah, a lot of yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> so. you, you guys, you guys, you guys want to hear this real quick? Yeah. Or yeah. Do you, okay. Um, we're going to, I'm going to play this for them. You're going to hear it in the episode, but they don't know about this yet. And uh, we love you guys, and we'll see you next week. down and get this for the uh, views here. Has been a presentation of BSCD Media. Oh, ah.